Welcome back to Underwear News, the number one podcast in the world. Today, we are joined by a special guest, Saeed. Saeed, bro, how you been, bro? I've had a... <laughs> right away with the iconic laugh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> My two days, yesterday and today. <laughs> what about it, bro? The last two... <laughs> The last. <laughs> so you're gonna, so you're gonna say it or? The last two days have been spectacular. Elaborate. Why are you just tell laughing, bro? Tell us why. Tell us why. Sorry. Tell us, bro. Tell us. Tell us why, bro. Why? Because um, we've been having a little fun. No kind of fun, bro. <laughs> what? Yo, why are you bro, fucking was, laughing, bro? It was the question, bro. Uh, you know, you know, we've been watching movies, chilling, you know, playing video games, and we were, you know, <clears throat> going on Instagram, having fun, you know. Yeah, like, <laughs> nice, bro. We even have, we bro, have, even we have, when yeah. you're fucking better real life stuff, bro. That's truly just been absolutely spectacular. Really spectacular for most of us, but not for one certain person in this certain podcast. Yeah. But yeah, we overall, I, names. yeah, we can't say names, but overall, I've had a really spectacular. Week, <laughs> yeah, okay. that's crazy, bro. All right, you're, okay, so, so, you're like, so fucking gay, bro. Tell us more about your country <laughs> in Libya. Tell us, My, tell us about where you're from. Yeah, tell us about where you're from. I, bro. I am from Libya. It's a country in Egypt. Egypt. Jesus. Now, and what do they? What do they do down in Libya? Now, it's just chaos. Really okay. Helpful. Before Libya was like the country that you wouldn't believe existed. Really? Okay. Libya was such a peaceful and a really nice country to live in because you had to pay no money. You you barely had to pay any money for gas. You had to you had to pay no money for the electricity. Mm. Education oh, yes. was free. Okay. If you were to buy a house, the government would help you buy a okay. house. They would pay half the money to buy the house. If you were half to get damn, married, bro. the government would help you with the financial situations and pay you for, let's say, if you have kids, every year <clears throat> you know, pay, pay, like basically financially support you with almost everything. Okay. And the Libyan dictator. His name. I forget his name. Yeah, his name was Muhammad Gaddafi. Yeah. Right. And he decided to unite every every country in Egypt and every Muslim countries in general. Mm. And he yep. wanted to first he, he before starting gold currency, he decided to sell do oil oil trade with the euros instead of dollars which kind of which kind of pissed off a lot of people in america so he 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 pissed off he pissed off the american government by doing that and then later he decided to launch his own gold currency which would mean that every trade in every every single country in the world would be done by the Libyan gold currency, so it would have a really bad impact on the American and the European economy. 
So NATO and France is in NATO, but NATO, um, the United States is part of NATO as well, but Mm. the United States and France decided to spread a little bit of their freedom in Libya. So they decided to they decided to start a civil war by corrupting the people hmm. there. <clears throat> and okay. they started to spread false news about Muhammad Gaddafi, the Libyan dictator. All he was trying to do was yeah. improve his country and not be the puppets of the Western countries. But, you know, Americans decided to spread a little bit of that freedom to the African countries and he had to pay that price with his life. He got killed by the very people that he was trying to help. That's and something similar sad, happened to yeah. something. Sorry, sad, bro. This is really yep. sad actually. I'm like yeah. tearing up right now. Yeah. I understand some people could have benefited a lot from this country by Muhammad Gaddafi. Like but when there's good there's evil. Always. Uh, so who are the people that would benefit, bro? Well, the people that would benefit? Yeah. People, the Libyan citizens, people from uh, uh, a lot of countries in Africa. Because... Would they finally get water? Yes. Because oh. he was also launching a... a I forgot what's it called. The name of this yeah. mission. It was supposed to help Libya okay. gain access to all their natural water that they had okay but that program was shut down because Muhammad Gaddafi was assassinated oh who who assassinated him who assassinated him the NATO they didn't really assassinate him but the NATO helped the the NATO decided to spread a little bit of freedom in Egypt by starting a civil war and like making the people in the country kill Muhammad Gaddafi. Alright guys, I, I can't keep up with this shit. Like let's pa- let's That's take a break, right? Let's take a break here. Yeah, I so understand, but you're still cheering up, I understand. So say I understand, up. but tell us more about your ethnicity as a full time right. Arab sexy man. What are some hardships you might have faced over the last couple of years? I faced a lot of hardships. Actually, no, I haven't faced many. You haven't? <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't like, mean to laugh any, at any, like, I don't mean to laugh. I any, don't mean to laugh at your story. Yeah, bro. how rude of you, bro. Sorry, sorry, I, I, I wasn't laughing. I was cheering up. Well, like, any of, like, stories you got, like, of, you know, like, like, personal stories you got, bro, you want to share with us? A story that could help with what to the viewers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, any, like... Any any very like not like story you have like I don't know like racism or like no racism was or... an issue because I was racist uh, yeah um racism was never an issue okay um like have you like ever like have you like ever been inside of a plane and then everyone oh, just like God. starts panicking you know yes yes back like about five years ago when my family. I think it was more than five years ago. I don't exactly remember because I was a little boy. But a while ago, my 
my dad decided to bring my me and my family to Canada. Actually, it was America first because we had to go to America. We thought it would it would get a, the proper freedom that the American government was promising us. We would get the, the proper American Ameri- dream. Yes, we were, they were they were promising us the American dream. So that wasn't the case actually. While when we were on the plane to America, there was a lot of for some reason there was a lot of American people in Libya. I I wonder why, but. There was a lot of American people in Libya, and they were all moving out of Libya for some reason. Uh, I wonder why. Maybe it could have been because of the war, but yeah, they were they were all moving out of Libya, and and I was there in the plane. It was the, I think it was I, I forgot I forget which airline was it, but there was a lot of American people, a lot of Canadian people, a lot of people from United Kingdom. And they were all. And people from Libya as well. They're all trying to escape the country. And, uh, you know, there was only a few Muslims, so there weren't really many. And there was a lot of, like, let's say Western people, okay? And as Muslims, you know, we have, like, they pray a lot. Muslims pray a lot, okay? They have yeah. prayers. For, they have prayers for almost everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, like, when they... They pray five times a day. They pray when they eat food. They pray when they go out. They pray when they look at themselves in the mirror. They pray when they go to the bathroom. They pray when they leave. They they have right. a lot of prayers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they go on in the on. bathroom. Yes, they not 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 necessarily in the bathroom, but like they pray when they look at themselves in the mirror. Okay. All right. So okay. there's a lot of prayers that can keep going on and on, but yeah. So yeah. there's a prayer for when you're traveling, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Me and my family, we are very, very religious people. We believe in God and we believe in Allah, the one and only creator. All right? Yeah. And um, we're told to <clears throat> say this certain prayer. Okay. For when traveling. Yeah. And um, we were inside the plane. And um, the plane, we were all sitting, you know, everyone was ready to, like, the plane was ready to take off. And... um. My family, right, and me. As yeah. soon as the plane started taking off, before like the plane started moving, like when the plane started moving, me and my family, we all like like decided to like come together and pray, right? Okay. And I don't know if it was our outfit or if it was like the bag that my mom and my dad were carrying in the, like the backpack that me and my brother were wearing. I don't know what it was that like made people yeah. like be scared and like be cautious and stuff but we started praying and stuff and everyone started screaming and everyone like you know everyone was panicking and right so it was chaos on the plane and uh-huh and uh when we landed in the u.s um airport yeah uh it was the we landed in alabama uh-huh right uh-huh. first decision because people, the like the like the white people were like the like the most like ma- mainly the white people were there that they were yeah. living there right now. Okay, Alabama okay. wasn't really many brown people like people like us, right? We yeah. were really, really common there, so people there really didn't like us. But like that that's after, but like uh, I'm gonna go back to when we landed in America in Alabama. Okay. Um, we thought it would be really you know a new experience a fun new 
journey to begin with. <clears throat> but no, but like before the journey even begun, the plane, right, had an evacuation. Yeah. We were stopped by the air hostage, right? The air assistance and all those people, pilots. <clears throat> and they were they were telling us to like stay in and they had like some kind of like they had to talk to us with something because we were from Libya and and apparently we were all the only people who were stopped. Like there were many other people from Libya as well, but like apparently we were the only one who was stopped. I don't. I, I again, I still don't know why. Maybe it's the, uh, the apparel, like the outfit that we were wearing, or maybe it was the bag. Like maybe it was just like the skin. I, I like skin color. I I'm I'm still to this day is not sure. Yo, yo can you wait, 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 quickly? Can we just tell us about the outfit? What was the outfit before you continue? To say? What was the outfit? So, so the outfit was like me, like and my brother, like my me and my brother and my dad, we were all wearing uh white shalwar kameez shalwar kameez are like basically and it's a really common dress in middle east and asia like so like southern southern asian countries like it's a really common dress there it's like an outfit so shalwar basically means pants and like airway and like kameez means like the shirt and you know in the western media it's like really common that people that wear that kind of outfit or like the people that are from middle east are like terrorists so we were wearing that and you know that was probably not the really good decision so so we were stopped at the inside the airplane and apparently we saw like you know red and blue lights outside i'm like i'm guessing that's police and like i don't know um so turns out it's the entire swat team waiting outside and then they rushed in and then they, they had like these like men in black like military suit and like bulletproof jacket they had the bomb squad there mm -hmm. and uh it was like a lot of like like police stuff and you know military people and like bomb squad and uh, they they like they like quickly like handcuffed me and my parents and you know yeah. everyone in my family and we were like trying to like figure out what's happening until like they like they put us in like back of a van so like the police van yeah and our bags were like take like there was like bomb squad around our like suitcase and luggages in our bags and uh and they were like like tearing up tearing apart our bags and our all the stuff that we brought we had brought from back from back home and um so basically like really scary experience i would say and uh, <clears throat> uh soon like short after like we were released because obviously we didn't have anything we weren't the people that were that they expected us to be so yeah soon after we were released and uh really scary experience and uh, after we then when we were released my dad had a friend who had a place that we could live at yeah he let us stay there for a bit and then my dad got a job as a truck driver you know and um and then my mom had to like start her own like little could, she couldn't really do a job because she has a problem with her like spine so like she can't really like like do a proper job so so she had to like do it's like at home job so she basically like started making like traditional like middle eastern clothes for people like the middle eastern people that are like in america it like the one you were wearing on the plane 
there were still some people that would buy her like that would like ask her to make like her clo- uh, make them clothes for them so <clears throat> so you know me and my parents not me but like my parents and mom and they both start start working to like support the family and you know when i went to school people didn't really like me for some reason i was having a really tough time not tough as my parents but still and as a kid everyone's like you know there was a lot of bullying and you know i, I don't want to say racism but there was some racism so i had to deal with that and uh it's <clears throat> a bunch of hate against me so then we decided to move to new mexico is yeah. apparently there was a lot of like brown people living there and like, like where where in new mexico exactly yeah <laughs> it was in albuquerque like oh, um like where the show breaking bad was I know, made i know some i know some people the show know. breaking bad i think i know what show you're talking about is it the show about uh, yeah. uh the main no, protagonist called walter white yeah and yeah yeah a drug lord. oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we were there okay. so what happened did I ever meet him? Like, well, they're no, filming. But, but I see, I, I saw his statue there. Oh, okay. Walter White and Jesse's statue. I don't know why they had a statue. I think, I think apparently there's some people who consider him as a god. Um, oh. Maybe uh, it's people's choice. People will do what they feel yeah, like. Yeah. People pray what they feel like. I have no problem with that. But yeah, um, he's apparently a god to some people. It's like how some people like to pray monkeys. <laughs> Like me, like me, right? Can you give um, us an example of uh of what, huh? Of, uh, who so, wait, wait. Can we, can we backtrack real quick? What was your like? What, what like? What were you feeling emotionally when you were like, like yeah. getting off the plane, no, going sure. in the SWAT van? Yeah, what like, were you like? Yeah, like what was going that, through your mind? Yeah, did that traumatize you in any way? Initially, yeah, I thought you, they were there to like protect us, but no, they were there. They were there to like not protect us, but like to to see if like we're gonna do something really like terrible to their beautiful little, little country but no okay um it was was really scary but then i thought you know let's forget about it and you know yeah but, like, did, they, right did they ever did they ever find any bombs in your bag or uh no apparently it was a misunderstanding yeah, but like they never found did any it, bombs did that like not like emotionally scar you in any way like if you see like a police officer now would you like what would you be like what would your reaction be now 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 i don't live in america anymore since we moved to new mexico we thought it would be like a lot of brown people living there no there's not many brown people living there um you know it was it was the same as alabama a bit a bit worse because there was a lot of like violence and gangs and drugs you know all that all that normal stuff that they show in the breaking bad television show so wait say um, i just have i i gotta ask a question you you said that you originally moved to alabama right yeah, and then then like, we moved to New Mexico. We thought that's like, where like, why Alabama? Like, were you like planning to start a family business of some sort or? Um, originally I had a plan. We we didn't really think that Libya would go like Libya would turn even that bad of like, we we didn't really think that Libya would have even more of like terrorism and violence and like you know corruption and all that. Not really corruption, but you know all that like bad stuff. So. We thought it would get better and we could like start some like type of uh, like a gas station like get oil from libya and like you know like start a gas station and get oil from libya and like like import export basically you know that was like the main plan and um and all but then i couldn't because that was my actually that was my dad's plan not mine because i was really young 
and um, and then we decided to move to uh, New Mexico to have like some kind of like you know common people living there. So like it's like comfortable living around your people. You know, it's like not like really that different and not really that scary. So that's why we moved to New Mexico. But turns out it wasn't that friendly at all. It wasn't so friendly just like we thought it would be but yeah then we decided to then my dad decided that that we need a different place to live because here might not be good for he, he he was thinking ahead he thought that it wouldn't be good for us me and my siblings we were really young so he cared about our future than he did about his so he decided to move to canada and he was making a living there and he sent money to us while he was in Canada in America. The currency, there's a lot of difference in the currency, so that's why like he was kind of struggling there as well. He would have like one meal a day, which is pretty sad. Just so we could um just so we could have our stomachs full of food here in America. So then he moved to Canada and it turns out there was a lot of like diff it was it was a diverse country basically okay there was a lot of brown people there was a lot of black people there was a lot of there was like there was many different people like there was people from east asia people from south asia people like people from people from europe there's people from everywhere right so so he thought that would be the best country for us to live in so since we were and since he decided that we we're all gonna move there then we decided to move to brampton because that was like the most like that was a country that where a lot of brown like our like basically our people where i'm from lived right a lot of like muslim people a lot of like hindu people a lot of like hindus and a lot of like Sikhs. you know it wasn't a problem it was like it was like a home to me there and to my family so so we decided to move there and like here it's been it's been pretty well but like you know growing up here it was high elementary was kind of a struggle like grade six was where i started it's kind of a struggle because i didn't really know the language here right so it was kind of a struggle here and it took like about a year or two to like actually like you know get to like you know the basics and stuff you know and um after like later on i know it was fun until i went to the high school like that's what they call high school here so high school was you know had high expectations but turns out everyone here wants to be a gangster apparently for some reason i don't know it's like it's from their genes like from their ancestral behavior like something like that i don't know yeah yeah they all try to be like they all okay, okay let's like not let's not get ahead of ourselves let's let them finish the story yeah, they all acted like they were from like the hood and stuff like that, you know, like trying to trying to start a fight, trying to be like, trying to like, like just know that but the people should have after and stuff like that. After New Mexico, where did you move? I can't, uh, Brampton. He just told and you. And yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I was, I'm asking a follow up question. Oh. And okay. what are your what would you say are like most like what type of problem did you have here in Brampton? What was like the biggest problem you had here in Brampton? with brenton there was a lot of people like they wanted to be gangsters like i said and um and uh, and uh, 
In terms of like living conditions, yeah, in terms of oh, living conditions, were you feeling any financial problems here? here financial problems, actually, no. Brampton was a pretty good country until later on. Like now, it's like a lot more expensive to live there. So, I mean, it's a lot more expensive to live almost everywhere in Ontario. So, Ontario is a province here in Canada, which where I live. So, and do you do you still live in Brampton till this day, or? Why we moved afterwards because my sister was done her high school, like the high school education, so now she was planning on moving to post secondary and um, she needed to go to a university. Uh, so we need to find a, a university that suited her, like the programs that she chose, or like the courses that she, that she chose. So, and both of my sisters needed to go to university, so we had to find a place. We had to find the university that was that suited that was best suited for her courses and her like the the, the career that she was going for. So the university here is like the Ontario Tech, that's what it's called. That's where she goes to finish her post secondary education and uh, you know, it's been it's been kinda hard here as well because like, you know, rent prices are gone through the roof and you know it's really hard to like keep up with the prices and stuff and uh yeah any any like racism you've like faced here in brampton i I would say i would say that here i've haven't experienced here i've experienced i would say i've experienced more racism in brampton than here that's kind of surprising when you hear this like why would brown people like your own people would make fun of you than the white people like the white community right yeah here there's a lot of like white people and that live here so you know surprisingly that was like really surprising to me yeah but yeah so like let's let's quickly just backtrack on story from the new mexico any like racism you faced in the new mexico new mexico no not really new mexico not really it was a lot like violence and drugs and and all that stuff so yeah have you ever gone like robbed in New Mexico? Like, no. No, my dad like kind of stopped me from leaving the house. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. Other reason than going to school. Okay. But like going to school was kind of a struggle too, because everyone there was like drug addict, and you know. You probably speak a lot of Spanish, right? Yes, it was kind of hard to keep up with learning English and Spanish at the same time. Did you? So. Did you? Did you ever run into Pablo Escobar? Yeah. Pablo Escobar. Uh, I actually don't know who that is. Could you like, you know, give me a quick? Uh, minute? you know, like he's a he's a hey, big time drug lord, bro. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Okay. He was he was a hero to many, but uh, a conscious to many also. So like you mentioned, how you like like you've been robbed in New Mexico before? Like, no, have, have you ever? I haven't robbed. I, I I didn't say I was robbed in New Mexico. Have you ever? Have you ever like faced a similar situation in Brampton? Because I know one time this. One Punjab on his work visa, like, pulled up to me. Sorry, I'm getting a bit emotional. He pulled up to me with a pocket knife and then. Okay, okay take, take your time. Take your balls. time. <laughs> he tried to stab me in the balls. <laughs> how, many, how many family members did he have? Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. You know, it's, it's okay. Let's, let's let you recover. You could tell us about this after. But, Said, okay. what, like, what are, like, what are you trying to do? Like, what are you pursuing in, in Canada? Like, what is Canada? What has Canada given you that you couldn't have gotten from where you're from? I would say that Canada 
isn't you know this might be surprising to a lot of viewers but canada actually isn't giving much to its community like not like i wouldn't say that they're not like helping the community they definitely are but like you know that like the way they're trying to like pursue people into like getting a job then getting a mortgage then getting into debt you know all that that i don't really like that you know so with the libyan government they would like the education and everything was you know free and stuff so here i don't know for some reason i thought this country would be a lot you know better but like no you really still have to with the problems yeah so, yeah so like you know like apparently i found out about this guy named andrew tate and he was talking about how like you know there's matrix and stuff like that you know i actually you know i actually kind of thought this guy was like just like joking around and stuff but like when i like dive deep into this this whole like a red pill narrative and this whole like andrew tate stuff yeah that then like so something's uh, it's okay it's okay actually, you know take your time take your time it's okay it's okay take, take we, we, we understand we understand this might be a little emotional for you or you know the story is opening up a lot of walls sorry my family was my brother was here um, okay, it's okay yeah so while watching andrew tate It's okay, take your time, take your time. It's okay, it's okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, my brother wants something. Just a second. It's okay, it's okay. We'll, we'll let you, we'll let you, we'll let you. I don't know, man. This is this is some very sad. This is this is really sad. This has really opened my eyes, and I'm and I'm actually Asian, so my <laughs> Okay, bro. Okay, anyways, let's let's look at Andrew Tate. What are you like? What what would you think about Andrew Tate? What are you guys' views on Andrew Tate? Like, I understand like a I lot honestly, of people agree with him. You know, you know, while watching, while, while watching Andrew Tate, something struck him. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Honestly, I love Andrew Tate so much. I shaved my head just to be like him. Really? So yes. I I understand that some people don't have the like some people don't agree with like most of the stuff he says like. What are some things you'd agree with? Like, what are some things he said that really clicked on to you guys? What really, like, you agree with? It touched you in a way. Okay, I mean, wait. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so he said things like, um, like, you know, how men are being, like, oppressed. I was like, no, that that's not true. Men are not being oppressed. Women are being oppressed, right? But, you know, it turns out when he, like, said some things that actually clicked something, like, that actually, like, that actually made me thought of something, like, you know what that is true <clears throat> you know people keep there's there's some things that he says that are like you cannot deny you know so he says some really in, like useful for me like you really really informative stuff right like especially for men's mental health and you know men like helping men like you know get their financial situation together you know and like you know he was like you know, he said that there was a lot of virgin peoples apparently, and you know, I I didn't believe that in the first place. But you know, turns out that I was that it was true. He tried then he tried to help people lose their virginity. Yeah, uh, I don't I don't know I don't know where that 
was in the books or where he's ever said that before, but you know, it's okay. Um, no, was, let's, okay, so has, and, have, no, no, the things that Andrew Tate said, have they ever like, like, have they ever brought back memories from like where you're originally from with like the racism, like any, anything of like anything he said, has they ever like, have you ever related to anything I've ever related to? Yeah. He said a lot of things like how, like, you know, like, like, you know how my dad wanted to like, like wanted me to get a job and, you know, follow the rat race, so-called, yeah, yeah, yeah. like they like get a job then like you know have like then pay off the debt from all like the from the university and the colleges you've been going to and you know he was saying all that right basically now so like the matrix he was exposing i kind of clicked on him like yeah that, that is true like okay so i'm gonna go to college or university and like get in debt and then get a job and then you know basically like waste my life on paying debts and then and then maybe even getting a car and then having to like you know pay that off and then like if i if i were to go gig like buy a house then i would have to pay for that and then like for my entire life i'm just stuck with the job and i just have to pay off what i bought and so and then just like just like trying to trying to like get get a job and like buy things i don't like that 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 i can't really pay off right yeah so just like a normal American and the Canadian dream, apparently. So, yeah, and then something something struck, right? And then I was like, yeah, that is true. So <clears throat> that's why I like the guy. He's, he gives a lot of financial tips. He gives a lot of relationship advice. He gives a lot of, like, <clears throat> overall, in general, just, like, okay. tips and advices to, like, help people improve their life from not being so good to being good to, like, where they don't feel lonely when they feel lonely they they can take care and handle themselves because apparently a lot of people are lonely a lot of men are lonely nowadays yeah. so he helps those people improve themselves to become the better version of themselves so that's why i like the guy maybe you won't hate him because he said some things that on the internet that offended you so like i mean if if you really get triggered that easily maybe don't go on the internet you know yeah Okay, so let's get let's let's dive deep into like your hobbies, interests. What like what are for like movie series or any TV series, any anything you'd like ever like watched here in Canada or America, like things you like. You know, I was I was uh, I was a huge fan of Marvel, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, they call this phase one, phase two, and phase four of their movies. So each phase has their own like different like storylines. So yeah. Phase one would have like you know them introducing the characters and all that phase yeah. two would like get into like you know like the like bringing all the like superheroes together and you know and phase three was kind of like similar to that and phase four was basically a shit it was basically not really a good time for marvel okay. they basically decided to attack on the male characters you know just yeah. like what andrew tate said it was all coming, like, you know, all the pieces were getting together, you know? Like, yeah. they were basically attacking all the male characters by getting rid of them, like, like cutting them off of the show and the movies just to create the female version just because, you know, females are better than men, apparently. Hmm. It's not a doubt that female can't be. They can be, but, you know, physically and, you know, emotionally, men are stronger. You 
you cannot deny basic biology, you know. So, I yeah. mean, you would there was a lot of people who would hate me for that comment, but you you just cannot deny basic basic biology. So, yeah, and um, they basically cut out the main the main main um Marvel superheroes like Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Loki, like all the main characters, right? All the main. Yeah. Like male roles that people like, like because Marvel movies are mainly watched by male fan base. People don't like to agree with that, but yeah. So Marvel decided to attack their own fan base, and you know when their movies would like get a lot of attraction, and when their movies would get a lot of um, views, and they would make a lot of money, they would take the credits. Marvel would take the credits. Like of course they should take the credits because they spend all the money, all the all the effort into the into their movies, but. But when they would do a bad in a movie, as they were trying to prove, like promote, push a message that many people didn't agree with, they would blame the audience. They would blame their own fans, because apparently, you know, it's it's their fans' fault because you know their movie wasn't successful. So that kind of like made me want to stop watching Marvel movies, and you know, like uh, like. All the movies that come out like after that bit that have been coming out after like the pandemic basically have been like really garbage to me. For some reason, I I, I just still can't understand why the pen after the pandemic. But yeah, I kind of like go low on what if I were to watch a movie or like a TV show, I'll watch like old movies and TV show because you can kind of relate to them. And, you know, they kind of like teach you things that nowadays like the movies that you watch nowadays they just teach you to be how to be emotional how to be weak and you know men can be weak and so like that that's i cannot relate with that i i, I don't want to be that person you know so yeah any movies or tv the mo the tv show that i like that i would say is the best tv show of all time so far is peaky blinders not many people know it's like a british television tv show um so it's about okay so it's kind of like the tv show is kind of like um it's kind of based off of some somewhat of some like truth so like world war Two and world war one that happened the the battle of Somme that happened that was included in the movie and you know all that and also like the gangs of birmingham back in in small heat back in 1920 there was a gang called peaky blinders right so that's like the what the show is based off of the gang died out like at around 1920s but the peaky blinders show like continued in the show apparently the peaky blinders continued up to like 1940s you know so the show was basically about these three brothers the main characters is thomas shelby the second oldest you would think that the old, like the the person who leads and the person who runs all the businesses that these gangster owns is like the older brother, but no, it's the second oldest brother. So all these brothers are like war heroes, you know, and um, they have been traumatized by wars and stuff like that, you know, and um, so the second oldest brothers, right? He's running all these businesses. He's like the mastermind of everything that goes on with their businesses and stuff. So he basically is like the person that everyone wants to be. Every man dreams of becoming like the person who leads, the person who knows things, the person who has what it takes to be confident and to be 
daring and challenging and you know that type of person you know the person that people look up to the person like most women de like desire to have right so he's like that type of person that you know not many people could like could be like him but you know people want to be like him and like you know have kind of like not same goal like but somewhat of like same interest as him so like like to be ambitious to be you know, to be challenging, to be not to, like, be scared of trying new things, you know? So, yeah, he, like, admire, he, like, he promotes this message of being, like, strong, not weak, and, like, you know, being financially stable and mentally and physically strong. He teaches people how to, he doesn't really teach, but, like, when you watch the show, you will learn the things that he does, like, the way he controls his emotions, the way he manipulates people into pursuing things, right? It might, it might sound evil, but, like, when you watch the show, that, like, that's when you kind of, like, understand how he does these things. And, you know, there's a lot of things that you won't understand in the show that if you watch it the first time. But if you watch it, like, a couple of more times, it might sound dumb, but, like, if you watch it a couple more times, then you would kind of, like, understand, like, what the show was really trying to say and stuff like that. You Any, know? so, like, go back on your life. Any, like more like childhood stories you'd like to tell us before we end our podcast childhood stories you know this is related to this show in my past but yeah, yeah. so in the show there's a lot of violence and fights right mm -hmm. but i would say that in the show there's somewhat of realistic fights but those are old fights but nowadays you know it's been like this the entire like ever since like the beginning of mankind that like this might sound like cliche and dumb to some people but street fights let's say i would say that when it comes to street fights try to avoid it but like there's you know you can't really avoid fights every time so like you kind of need to like know how to fight you kind of need to be mentally and physically strong all right so that's what the show teaches a lot and that's what like i've been taught from my past life experiences and um so i would say that you need to like well like andrew tate said right you need to be mentally and physically strong and when it comes to street fight you really have to be mentally and physically strong or you'll be you could be potentially be killed or like you know yeah. be hurt really badly because sometimes you never know what your supposed enemy is going to do to you you never know if he pulls out a gun you never know if you're like a normal like psychopath you never know if yeah. he's like, drunk out to do things to like hurt you right mm. so that's why you got to be prepared for the worst but I would say, from my life life experiences, I would say that always avoid street fights. And if you can't, then make sure that you know how to f how to defend yourself. Okay. Get away from the situation. How to talk people out of. I want to hear more about your opinions. Okay, like let's just let's just go back in time. What do you who do you think built the pyramids, bro? I want to hear this. Everyone has different, you know, theories about this. I want to hear it from you, bro, because you seem like a very, you know, very, very like cool opinion in a guy okay look what do you think made the pyramids bro so you're asking me if the aliens or the humans created pyramids is that what you're trying to get to no i'm just asking you who do you think made them bro you know i personally you know it, it's actually been said in islam so it's kind of related to my religion but mm. i want to get that deep into because it's a really long story we won't have enough time for that but Maybe um, summer, summarize it for us. Summarize, summarize it for us. To me, what I think, right, and what I've heard from many other people from the stories that were told, 
about the pyramids were basically that there were there was like many slaves from and that um that, that created pyramids and there was a basically a fascist like i don't know what to call him a dictator a fascist or like an old prince that forced people to like he was he basically owned many slaves okay and um he made them um make pyramids apparently for some reason some say that he was trying to you know prove to muslim people that he's gonna go he's gonna make these uh, structures these buildings to go and meet god apparently because he was uh really against islam and god you know yeah. and he would like shoot arrows in the sky and say that i'm shooting i'm shooting at your god I'm, I'm hitting your god with my bow and arrow you know so yeah some people say that some people claim that it's aliens and stuff i don't really believe it's aliens you know there could be aliens that exist but like really like what type of alien wouldn't want to visit earth like this bro so yeah so i think i think this has been a very good special guest to have today i really enjoy you know this conversation we've all had today anyone like yeah, to say some final thoughts bro mm, well uh bro it's been a pleasure having you here it's been great having you and very I hope, very engaging your family part. business in alabama get started yeah, I, I hope you recover from your emotional and tragic scars from the plane story. The very, 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 nice very sad, tragic plane story. You know that you don't story. face any more racial... No, no children, no children should ever have to face what you have faced in your childhood, man. Yes. Yeah, thank you, Arraj. Uh, thank you. Special thanks to Arraj for bringing me to the show. Thank you to Adve and thank you for Saddam Hussein. I mean, Hassan. Hassan. Yeah. Wait, wait. Thanks. Yeah. So thanks to him. Yeah. So he, because of you, you have opened my friend, my friend's Asian eyes, and I'm I can finally see now. No problem. You know, I, I, it was a real pleasure, bro, and thank, thank you for this experience. Thank you. Oh, no problem, no problem, anytime. Thank you, bro. Thank you.